1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the
0: T one podcast.
1: Wow. Daniel Ricciardo potentially leaving. I don't know what's happening, but at least leaving, maybe leaving McLaren. We don't know. I'm going to stop crying because I'm not sure you can even hear what I'm saying. But welcome, everybody, to another F1 Summer Break podcast. I mean, for God's sake, is there any chance... Of it just calming down for a moment. Katie, the WTF1 (laughs) author is alongside me live on Twitch. Come and join us WTF1 official uh, next time. If you want to watch us talk about all this live and answer some of your questions, we'll be diving into those a little bit later as well. Uh, But Katie, the WTF1 author, what are we what are we thinking? What's the what's the first emotions right now?
0: Pain, <laughs> just straight off the back. Pain. The now, why that... is there
1: pain? Let's give the context. Yeah, why that's actually quite
0: important thing to give context. Um, so, this morning, I mean, it's been a constant discussion all week, but there are talks that maybe McLaren have told Ricardo, "Babes, you need to go because Oscar Piastri is coming in, and we want him to have quote? your seat." That's not an official quote, no. <laughs> that's just how I imagine the conversation. Went. That Brown <laughs> says, "Babes." <laughs> um so yeah the next question is if this is true what does that mean for danny rick does he stay at mclaren just to piss him off and stay out his contract because he's more he's contractually obliged to stay there if he wants to does he maybe take a bit of a financial bribe to go and join somewhere else or does he leave f1 entirely like there's so many possible scenarios and unfortunately for a lot of them I think it's going to make me a Danny Rick fangirl quite depressed for lots of scenarios
1: well you've been you've been you know your fair share of depression anyway with Sebastian Vettel uh you know
0: I'm not in a good place retiring
1: and now well let's just you know first and foremost say that there is nothing official because I feel like we have to reiterate that with the fact that Everything that went on with Oscar Piastri and Alpine, there's been no official statement from Alpine. Alpine still literally have the tweet up of Oscar Piastri driving for them next year, and nothing from McLaren. This is all hearsay. These, but to be fair, there's quite a lot of hearsay going around from, you know, quite established websites, and you know, there is quite a few uh, things going around. So, the the assumption is that Daniel Ricciardo is going to be bought out of his contract for next year the assumption just remember that everybody listening and watching live on twitch um and it could be a healthy pay packet that daniel ricardo receives so i'm not sure how upset he might be uh if he gets paid out of doing literally the like not doing any of the work that he was supposed to do next year with mclaren and then also going to get a better seat that potentially he'll be happier with um so if daniel ricardo if daniel ricardo does go you know what i'll take the pay i'll take the absolute lottery victory and and go away where where does he go well if you're watching us live on twitch you'll see the uh the contract lengths of all of the drivers on the grid uh there's a few that stand out as potential openings um <laughs> the only one we don't know how long the contract is for <laughs> is Lance Stroll and that's because it is the day until the day he dies he will be in Formula One I think that's uh, as so, as long as his dad owns the team so we can c- quickly eradicate Aston Martin as a place that uh, that Daniel Ricciardo could go because of course Fernando Alonso moving from Alpine to Aston Martin for next year on a multi-year contract uh, but looking at that sort of overall arching summary that you can see on screen there Katie where 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 looks good for for Daniel Ricciardo to potentially go
0: well at the moment if you're going based off just where the seats will be empty next year there's a slot at Alpine could go back to Alpine obviously things didn't end too well because he was there for two years and then he jumped ship to McLaren which we've seen from Drive to Survive and just generally in the paddock Renault as they were were not happy about that. So. There might be a few burnt bridges if he does go back to Alpine, but you never know in Formula One anything is possible. There's a space at Alpha Tauri, which I know I mentioned on a hot takes Wednesday a few weeks ago, and I got absolutely rinsed for. And people (laughs) said it was the most stupid thing they've ever heard, but it is fact that there is a seat there because Yuki Sonoda's contract expires at the end of this year. We can go into that later because I have a little theory. I'm not saying it's concrete, but. You know, he's been part of the Red Bull family before. There is a space at Williams. Go Tifi hasn't got a contract yet. There's a space at Alfa Romeo with Guan Zhou. He's had a really promising rookie year, but there's no denying his contract does expire at the end of this year. And then there is Haas and Mick Schumacher, who is also contracted until the end of 2022. So if we wanted to play things, I guess you could say relatively safe and look at the seats that are genuinely available they are the ones that Ricardo has the best chance of going to but as we've learned from F1 silly season, like it ain't over till we're literally in Bahrain if Bahrain's the first race of next year and like we're sat on the starting grid and we're ready to go because these contracts and these seats can switch I mean look at Sergio Perez a few years ago, he thought he was kushti at racing point and then he got the the message actually mate, you're out but Unfortunately, it ended quite well for him. Um, but yeah, just because a driver has a contract doesn't mean that they will necessarily be there. It's all very unnecessarily complicated. It's exactly. like, you know, the meme, I don't know what show it's from. I'm sure chat will be able to tell me, but there's that guy and he's got like the board behind him with all like the red string, like pointing to different things. And yeah, he's like yeah, really the, stressed. The... Like That's literally explaining to a non-F1 fan what silly season is like. It's mental. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, um, you can't be certain of anything really uh, in, in this day and age of, of Formula One just because a driver has a contract. Let's not forget, Daniel Ricciardo has a contract till 2023 with McLaren. So if you look at the table right now, you'd say, oh, Danny Rick's safe till next year. But all of a sudden, everything's being spoken about, Daniel Ricciardo leaving the team. Because teams, if they want another driver enough, will spend the money in order to make it happen and it will have to be a lot of money uh, to get rid of daniel ricardo out of uh, out of his contract um but then yeah so you've looked at the 2022 uh openings as you say so one for alpha uh, one for williams you've got one for alpha romeo and one for Haas and one for alpine realistically from a competitive standpoint daniel ricardo in my opinion has to go to alpine if that deal can be struck I think that is such a good move for him because he's against Esteban Ocon, who is no slouch, but he's known. been
0: teammates with him before as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. He knows him. Throwback and all that good stuff. <laughs> um, I think that is the most logical and sensible move. It just depends. How many bridges did he burn in the Alpine Renault family? Because I know that Otmar Safnauer said oh, something along the lines of, you know, he'd be fine, you know, be happy to have Daniel Ricciardo, he just wants the best driver in the team. But that doesn't necessarily mean that like Lauren Rossi and the, the big dogs of of Alpine are happy to have someone that essentially turned around to the project and went, mm, no, no, I don't like this. I'm going to go to another team because um, they don't want to be seen as this team that just takes, you know, drivers that have walked away from them in the past. That doesn't put them in a very strong, powerful position as a brand, if you look at it that way. Uh, but for Daniel Ricciardo, from a competitive standpoint, you know, Alpine looked like the fourth fastest car this year. So, if you don't want to be a Danny Rick potentially fighting for 15th place, you've, you've got to look at Alpine. Then there's the other seats. Yuki Sonoda, I can't see Alpha AlphaTauri getting rid of Yuki. He's taken a step forward with his performance. And also there's a lot of whispers around he's part of the whole Red Bull, Honda package deal, whatever, however long that is in place for, who knows? got extended the other
0: day. So, you know, Honda, although they haven't got their name on the cars as like Mm -hmm. a badge of doing the power units, they've continued their relationship or extended their relationship with Red Bull. So that Honda name is still within the Red Bull bubble to an extent.
1: So So whether that actually because obviously the whole Yuki staying because of them is, you know, that's not confirmed, but if that is in place, then you'd have to imagine that Yuki will will stay at Alfa But then you look at Pierre Gasly. Pierre Gasly has got a contract till 2023, but does he all of a sudden have some conversations with Alpine and have this all French lineup that I'm sure Alpine would be very keen to, to sort of discuss. But then again, Pierre would have to be bought out of his contract. So there's a lot of things where they can, it can happen, but it will cost a lot of money. Uh, if if these uh, start rejigging and whatnot, I just saw someone in chat that just said uh, something along the lines of "I'm an Aussie, Danny Ricks washed, I'm sorry." So um, <laughs> that that savage. Um, but that's another part of this, right? How much how much say does Daniel Ricardo have in where he goes? I think it's so important for his brand and what he has built in Formula One that not only is he a great driver, he's got eight race wins. But he is one of, if not the most liked person in Formula One because of his personality, which is such a selling point.
0: Yeah, very much so. I mean, when Tommy and I spoke to Jensen Button last month before the the British Grand Prix, Jensen was saying, you know, Ricardo has been super smart with drive to survive because he's put himself out there as like this really recognizable figure from the Formula One world. You know, Ricardo used to say he could go around delay or America and literally not be recognized and it was great and then since he did Drive to Survive he's being spotted here there and everywhere so he's been quite clever in a sense to market himself in that way as like really fun loving um, a great representative of Formula One you know he's doing things like the Ellen show and stuff like that and Trevor Noah's show as well in America so if he does decide to leave formula one like it's not as if some drivers you know there are drivers that you've completely forget even entered formula one like a decade or so ago like people will know ricardo they'll remember him if he does decide to go to nascar nascar if he goes into punditry or whatever it may be because he's just such a likable known figure so he's been smart in that side of things but yeah lots of people saying in the chat that like the way ricardo's performance has been Shouldn't mean he is guaranteed a seat next year, and I don't know. I'm going to disagree because I am a self confessed Daniel Ricciardo <laughs> fan girl, so it's not exactly a shock. But I think before we say he's washed and all this kind of stuff, I mean, think about all the things that people said when Seb was in Ferrari, and people were saying he was washed then and he needs to go. He then made the move to Aston Martin, which. You know, guaranteed he was he's not winning world championships with them. He's not even winning winning races with them, but he showed still a lot of potential by just changing his team and he can bring the strengths he has to another team team that'll appreciate it more. And I feel like that's what Danny Rick needs to do is I I know and as F1 fans know that he has the potential there. I just think he needs to get out of the toxic atmosphere that has been built around his time at McLaren, have a fresh start. Um, and give it one last go. But maybe that's just because I'm in denial. <laughs> it, could be yeah, it might well things. be denial
1: talking, uh, but then I can't really give much more of an uh, <laughs> unbiased opinion because I absolutely love Daniel Ricciardo. Um, I, it's it's difficult to say. You've, you've got people like Nico Rosberg, for example, saying, Danny Rick's not doing a bad job at McLaren. It's that Lando Norris is bloody good. That was essentially what he was saying. Um, But, you know, Daniel Ricciardo went to McLaren thinking that this was going to be, probably thinking, I'll beat Lando, McLaren will will build the team around me. I will then be able to win world titles. That's the dream. That's what he hoped for. But Lando has outperformed him and done a better job, whether that's because of the team being around him, whether he's just a better driver. We can't exactly answer that. But I think what Daniel Ricciardo does need is a team team even if it is taking a step backwards which alpine wouldn't be for a team to actually put him first or at yeah. least put him on a level because he performed pretty well at renault like obviously the the car wasn't um, like great so he wasn't being able to win races but he wasn't so far off his teammate that we were thinking ah oh, you know he's completely and utterly washed so going back to alpine might be a great great shout whether there's a space at Alpha tauri i don't think he should touch it with a barge pole chat do we agree uh, i want i want to see your yeses or nos. do you do you think daniel ricardo if offered if yuki tsunoda gets put in the bin or pierre gasly goes to alpine should he go to Alpha tauri is that something that he should even consider because you also look at their competitiveness this year
0: oh, it has been shocking
1: been nowhere haven't they
0: literally nowhere I mean, Pierre yeah. Gasly is a very good driver and he is literally getting knocked out in Q3 and stuff, uh, in Q1, sorry. So, yeah, not a good year for Alpha Tauri. Because no. you'd,
1: you'd almost have to argue that almost maybe. A lot of knows. Yeah, I'm just going to do a poll now, actually, um, to see some percentages. But you'd have to argue even Haas would be a better. Oh, someone's already, oh, Mod's already done it. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, you almost wonder if Haas would be a better shout uh, than. Than Alpha Tower in terms of performance, because at least Hass have I know Gasly's had a you know a P5, I think, um, not that long ago, but Hass have also had some decent results. So you, you just it's I think the, the key thing here is that Daniel Ricardo is probably going to be on the grid next year. That's what I'm <laughs> believing. Where it'll be, Katie, tell me where you think.
0: What well, where I think Ricardo will be? Yeah. I think Alpine is the best possibility. If I mean, this is the other thing. Like the McLaren and Alpine situation with Piastri at the moment sounds like it could be a real nasty legal situation that like don't want to touch with a barge pole. Mm. But um, it could be that as part of their deal, they might be able to just do a simple switcheroo. If Alpha, um, sorry, if Alpine is so adamant that Piastri was theirs they might say, okay, well, we'll give you Piastri, but in return you have to give us Ricardo or something like that. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. I'm not a legal advisor for an F1 team, but... (laughs)
1: Swap.
0: um, Yeah. uh,
1: Reverse card right there. Just um, Have an
0: eight-time race winner in return for a rookie. They might be like, that's not a bad deal.
1: (laughs) I don't know, though, because I think Alpine genuinely, well, I was going to say wants Oscar Piastri. I feel like Alpine have almost slept on the potential of Oscar Piastri let it go on too long not really committed anything to him that he's then gone well okay um if you're not going to give me anything I'm going to go and look elsewhere because his junior career is was flawless and he deserves to be in Formula One and obviously it's not helped that Fernando Alonso has done maximum damage by leaving Alpine on a whim uh, um but yeah, you, maybe you have to say that Oscar Piastri has deserved more than how Alpine have maybe treated him. And, and that's why he's been speaking to McLaren. McLaren mm. have been handshaking, signing drivers left, right and centre for every single one of their programmes. And they thought, oh, well, this poor little Oscar, come, come to the McLaren family.
0: It's very true. I mean, listening to Otmar speak when, you know, Alonso kickstarted this whole thing by going to Aston Martin, um, otmar was saying that he was having conversations with Alonso as recently as like Sunday night after Hungary, so hours before Alonso announced his time at Aston Martin, and they were confident that Alonso was going to sign again. Oscar Piastri is going to be aware of those conversations too, and if he sits there and thinks, "Oh, great, they're going to sign Fernando on another two-year deal," Esteban Ocon's already got a contract until 2024. I'm never going to get a chance, it guys. Like, what the hell? I'm not surprised the kid has gone looking elsewhere because he probably thought I am being royally mugged off here. I'm I can't be bothered with it anymore. I'm not even getting a chance to do bloody FP1 sessions with you guys. Uh, You know, it's I think it's quite insulting to Oscar's talents that Alpine haven't put more efforts behind getting him those FP1 sessions or things like that so yeah I'm not surprised that he's looked around so Alpine in my opinion can't be like oh I can't believe Oscar's looking around for other stuff it's like well maybe if you gave him the attention that he deserved rather than kind of just using him as a bit of a PR piece occasionally he wouldn't have gone (laughs) elsewhere (laughs) I understand wanting to keep Alonso and Ocon I I get it like they're two good drivers but you can't then be surprised if you don't give Oscar the time of day that he deserves and then he's gone screw this I'm I'm finding something else so
1: fair play to him and yeah I think that's where obviously the whole Alpine putting the tweet out promoting him thing came around because obviously Alpine aren't going to know how far his contract negotiations or you know negotiations of a seat have gone to other teams and so they've almost you know, rolled the dice and gone, oh, we're promoting you, Oscar. Come back home. Bye. We're here. Look, we're giving you the recognition you deserve. Come give us a quote, please. Everyone's asking us why there's no quote. And uh, and he's turned around and gone, well, no. I'm, and I mean, how how does he come back? How does he build a relationship back with Alpine after putting out publicly that he will not be driving for them next year? There's not even a we've not signed anything, you know, let's see what goes on. He's categorically said he will not drive for Alpine next year. So whether Alpine are even willing to to accept, forgive, however you see it, that kind of stance, I think Oscar's better going to McLaren now anyway, because of how he will have been starting off his F1 drive with them.
0: Yeah it is it's a, it is a sad story because people in the chat are saying you know Alpine have helped fund a lot of Oscar's junior career and that's very true um but yeah, I, I wonder how much Oscar regrets putting that last little sentence on his tweet, you know, about I will definitely not be driving he's to like, it. oh, God,
1: he's just, he's, like, he's dropped the Where's match Where's the on edit the bridge. tweet
0: button, literally? <laughs> like... He sees
1: that wooden, wooden bridge and he's gone, oh, God, I've just dropped the, the lit match. Oh, oh no, oh, it's yeah. burning in front of my eyes. Oh, God, McLaren, <laughs> to be fair, I, I hope for his sake, he has something in writing to McLaren when he put that tweet out. Because can you imagine if he's still in negotiations with them, they've kind of given him like a a verbal agreement and then McLaren have gone, well, now you've, you've burnt your bridge, haven't you now, mate? Mm. Well, now I'm going to take that zero off the end of your contract. You know, like you do wonder, obviously I don't think that it could be that savage to a driver they're trying to bring in, but you do wonder how those kind of contract negotiations go on.
0: Yeah, very much. So it's, uh, it's going to certainly be a really interesting couple of weeks, maybe even months, maybe even years. Maybe we'll still be talking about the situation in years to come, but um, there seems to be Alpine adamant that they are in the right. Mc- McLaren obviously haven't said a lot, but they seem pretty comfortable with the position that they are in. And so it's just going to be one, one people's word against the other, and it's probably going to end up having to go to like court. And, oh, God, it's just going to be a drama.
1: It's going to be a long, drawn-out process. I think uh, it can very much be uh, be locked in as. Um, But, yeah, back to Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, Alpine, I think his first choice. I think it was 91% said, do not touch Alpha Tauri <laughs> if you're Daniel Ricciardo.
0: It's a hot take. I'll give you that. <laughs>
1: it is a, a very hot take. Um, of course, you've got Williams. Haven't really spoken about them, of course. Latifi. You have to admit is is very much a seat warmer until they find someone else who oh, is.
0: Excuse me, he's fast as an FP3, I know, don't you he's know, fast
1: as <laughs> FP3, and also purple in sector one and Q1, and still managed to start twentieth. Uh, but right. you know, it's it's amazing the memes around Gotifi. Uh, you know, mathematically he is now out of the uh, the fight for the title, which is sad. Um, yeah, you have to wonder what Williams are going to do. They've got Albon, who is a great driver, has proved himself this year. They need another decent driver. Is is Daniel Ricciardo? something for them I think Williams would take Daniel Ricciardo with open arms can they afford Daniel Ricciardo is another Mm -hmm. question can Haas afford Daniel Ricciardo I don't know I'm pretty sure Nika Hulkenberg could have stayed in Formula 1 and gone to Haas but he was like "Mm, they can't afford me as far as I remember uh, the report saying so it's not just a case of which team wants Danny Rick but which team can afford Danny Rick and he has to stay in Formula 1 I don't want any of this NASCAR rubbish I really don't. There's actually been rumors, as I say, uh, going around that four teams are interested in signing Daniel Ricciardo. Wasn't specified what for. I think it was the Express maybe that said this. But it said four teams. But there's
0: literally four teams with seats open for 2023, so I think that's just where that's come from. I yeah, don't think it's. Perhaps. It's not like they're suddenly going to go. We're actually going to kick out Lewis Hamilton in a shock twist. Well, like I, mean, I think it's just a case of they're the teams that have got spaces available. Have so. you
1: seen? Have you seen this F1 summer break, Katie? anything can happen actually I was watching a clip back from one of our podcasts where we speak uh, where Fernando Alonso was going to Aston Martin Tommy hadn't gone on holiday Tommy then goes oh well this opens the door for Oscar Piastri who will now definitely be driving for Alpine or something like that and you hear me in the background going don't jinx it Tommy
0: (laughs) he was I'm 99.9% sure that they're going to put an Alpine Piastri announcement out today if only we knew we were so innocent a naive <laughs> monday do.
1: so there was a lot of talk around again uh, the, all of these uh, websites etc saying that the FIA have cleared the mclaren contract that's something that they've been speaking about that this is this this whole mclaren wanting piastri the FIA have i don't know if you know a bit more about that katie but they've basically said like yeah that looks all right to me but that now the next level to because it's not like the FIA are the end goal here or the, you know the end higher power that yeah. the team can go to. They now will go to is it the CRB, uh, the Contract Recognition Board, which is what we assume they are now going to do and fight it out legally um, to basically see whether or not Alpine have uh, something over Oscar Piastri. Uh, but the understanding is they actually don't really. You know, there's a lot of talk about this thirty first of July date. That Oscar Piastri had with his with his contract with Alpine. Um, but it it seems like it's going to the the boring contract recognition board, where I'm not sure how much we'll hear about this. I think the next update we'll get if if McLaren win, Alpine will just delete the tweet and pretend it never happened. And uh if if they do win, then maybe we'll get a quote of Oscar going, well really happy to be here
0: you guys got really, pranked so yeah. bad <laughs> okay oh, can, oh, oh, can you imagine
1: that yeah i, I actually imagine. jokes no that that tweet was actually joked i don't know why he's really posh english he's yeah, Australian, he? but like oh you know jokes I'll i was got just you, guys. kidding <laughs> just wanted the exposure big exposure wasn't it so it,
0: i mean he got lots more social media followers from it so there we go everyone um, knows who
1: oscar piastri is now i can tell you that for free
0: that is true that's very true um yeah, it's. I'm sure the the contract board of the FIA. I mean, just shows how much we know. I didn't even know there was such a thing. So the person that's got that job has probably been thinking, "Oh, this is lovely. You know, I've been not needed to be too uh, on call for many things in the last couple of years, and now this is all kicked off." Um, but yeah, I guess they'll just take it to to different like legal teams and all sorts because, as we said earlier, both teams seem pretty adamant that they are in the right and. Surely, anyone can be in the right, but only I don't know. One. Only one, but yeah. Alpine. I mean, if they're that confident that they're happy to put out an announcement and say that Oscar is theirs, then I don't think they just do that on a whim. Like nah, a they must play. have some. They, they... they must have something in their back pocket that, like, they really believe that that's that Oscar is theirs.
1: Or they try to bully him into it one way or another. We 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 don't know. Uh, and if they lose this battle, then it definitely was a power play that went wrong. Um, zany satsuma in the chat says here's a wild thought alpine announces their rebranding back to renault and then piastri says surprise driving for renault <laughs> can you imagine maybe this is all an elaborate plan
0: L plan wow.
1: Elab- oh my god
0: oh is my that god what, is that what L plan stands
1: for surely not have we just have we just clocked the code live <gasps> oh on <my> twitch wcf Wanna Fish you want to follow oh my days El plan, elaborate plan. I think we'll probably end the, the WTF1 podcast there. We'll stay live on Twitch, yeah, so don't go wild. anywhere. Um, but thank you, everybody, for watching uh, or watching, listening uh, on audio platforms. Uh, hashtag WTF1 podcast if you want to get involved in the discussion. Let us know who you predict uh, will fill uh, that McLaren seat and whether Alpine will take Daniel Ricciardo. And uh, go follow us on, uh, on Twitch, WTF1 official.
0: Take care.